What's going on, Conroe? Welcome to a brand new edition of Nerd Thug Radio. This is Corey DLG, and with me as always is producer Nico. That's him. That is you, and we are hanging out as always Thursday morning, doing our Thursday thing. Uh, how you been, buddy? I've been I've been doing well. This has been a, a productive week. I don't know. A, pr- a productive week? Why do you always sound so uncertain when you say stuff like that? Because I'm not sure. <laughs> it's very simple, Corey. It just feels like you would know if it was productive or not, though. Like, I know uh, why people sounded certain. That wasn't my confusion. Thank you for answering the wrong question. Oh. Well, you see, because what I think is productive and what other people consider productive are not always the same thing. Okay. All right. That That makes a lot more sense. That makes a lot more sense. Nico, what would you say if we launched a cold case podcast? You mean like a true crime? Yeah, yeah. Like if we just tried to solve a murder or something. I feel like I feel like uh, women who idolize serial killers got the market cornered, but I wouldn't be down. What if I needed to send you to do all the interviews so I don't get murdered? Uh, I really hope it's like the exact opposite, and like we become really good friends. You and the murderer, or yeah. me and you? Because I, I like to think we're friends now. No, me and me and the potential murderer. Oh, okay. alleged. All right. Well, that was a that was better news than I was about to get. Okay, all right. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> did it did it take six years for you to tell me you hate me? What just happened? So you think you would go in the murder? Oh, listen, most of the people who talk to you wind up liking you, which is one of my pet peeves about you. It's the funniest thing in the world because you, you like people will talk to you the most and then be like, "Man, Corey, Corey's all right. Nico, he's the guy." And I'm like, "Yep, thanks." Yeah, there's nothing cool about that. It's very not cool. It's it's very very not cool. It's the best part. It's the best part of my day every time. <laughs> it's sort of annoying because just like the frequency with which it happens, also like the caliber of people it happens. Yeah, it's the everywhere. more famous the person, the more likely it is for whatever reason where they're just like, hey, thanks for talking to me for 20 minutes and helping me hype up my career. You, the guy who didn't do anything, I love you. And I'm like, what? What? Remember, what? I'm Colton's producer now. Oh, <laughs> my God. This when is, he, you know. When he said it, I was like, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I, uh, <laughs> the other day, I. In our game of Strahd, mm-hmm. uh, our DM Rich, you know, you know him, and he literally said, "I was listening to Nico's show the other day." And he I does it like, every time. He does it purposefully because he knows you hate it. I was like, "What did you say?" And he was just like, "Yeah, no, uh, I mean, you're on it. Like, you're good on it. I, I think you do pretty good." And I was like, "Oh my god, can't do this." And you know what's weird is I don't have an ego. It just drives me insane. How how much easier it is for you to be beloved? Uh, it's because it's because I'm too swag. I don't know. Too swag? What are you, two chains, cool brother? I don't like that. I don't know. <laughs> it is funny though. It's it's everybody. It's contagious. The people who know us are mostly doing it to 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 poke at me. But the people who don't know us. Still do it, and that's what makes me uncomfortable with the whole bit. Is like, yeah. <laughs> like Rich is doing it because he knows us, but also <laughs> I, I can still imagine that there's some part of him that's like, no, it's it's still true. Like he's not lying to you. <laughs> <laughs> you 
you both are about to make the list, okay? Hey, look, I I get exempt from this list. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So, uh, yeah, the reason I ask is Barstool, apparently, last year, one of their guys, they've got a guy who's like, he's kind of a weird guy. Barstool Sports will sign some guys who are just weirdos. Kirk Minahy is one. Mm-hmm. He's a sort of famous podcaster, radio guy. He's he's a controversial figure. He's just kind of he gets in a lot of like fights with personalities and stuff. So like he's just kind of an aggressive dude. But he apparently he reached out to Barstool. Uh, he already worked for him, but he reached out. And he's like, hey, I want to do a true crime podcast, and they, and they were like, yeah, go ahead. Uh, the dude may have solved as many as three murders with their first season. Nice. Yeah, he like they. It started with a girl missing, and I'm gonna get these states wrong, but, but bear with me. Uh, I think the first girl was missing in Georgia, but it turned out she crossed paths with this dude from South Carolina. When they follow that thread around that guy, there are two other missing people. So then they start focusing in on this murder of this dude. And then it starts to turn out that the dude got murdered probably because he suspected that the killer knew something or was involved with the murder of the girl from Georgia. What? So then there's like two other people in South Carolina who disappear. And then this other dude gets murdered. And it's, it's a dead case. It's cold. It's a cold case when he starts getting involved in it. And the guy's in jail for something else, and the police just issue an additional warrant and charged him, like, I guess a couple weeks ago now. That's crazy. Oh, my God. But it's all from the, like, it's all resulting from the work of, of this, of the of the Barstool podcast. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean... Kirk Minnie, he was on like one of the shows talking about it, and he was talking about how he is of the opinion that this dude killed is responsible for at least three, maybe four deaths. That's a good sign. I think it's a good effort. <laughs> I definitely think it's an impressive accomplishment to prove that, you know? Yeah, definitely. That's crazy. Oh my god. <laughs> so that's the bar. If we're gonna do it, we gotta find somebody. We gotta find a case that winds up being involved with like twelve other cases that we didn't realize and then solve all of it. Just just like spider web. Man, yeah. how mental would it be where it's like you're like discovering all these connections and then like you get to like the last page flip and it's like, oh no. They're connected to us. Ah! <laughs> and like our our pictures of the last two in the file or something. Mm-hmm. Like, no. That's a very that feels like a very Amazon Prime Hulu type show. Can they solve the murders before the murders solve them? Yeah, you call it something like like Red String or something like that. <laughs> so um, there was a there was there was a guy who has the weirdest story. It. It's kind of like what we're talking about, like where it just keeps spiraling out of control. It starts out with him getting in a fight about red light cameras being on in there. It's like a small town and they have these red light cameras and 
they're they're pointed in such a way where they can see like way down the street and they're always on. So they're not just catching red lights, they're like recording nonstop. Mm-hmm. And so like he accuses this prevailing. So he starts banging them out of the way with like rakes and brooms every chance he gets, like knocking their view up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he gets in this protracted legal battle with the city, but he eventually apparently he wins it. But during this whole process, it starts turning out that, like, the cameras were actually installed and paid for by a cable company. And the reason they did that for the city is the city gate let them, like, like snake the business from a utility company. And they were actually getting all the, like, it wanted to be, like, this giant fraud case. What? That spirals out of his conflict, like... The story gets bigger and bigger and bigger, like the more you go into it. And then and and then at the end of it, like it turns out like he winds up dead. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh and people are like, did the city have him killed? Like <laughs> They're like, You can't go any further from here. And he's like, What? And they kill him. Right. The like and you it know is, what's not recorded? That murder. It is genuinely like a crazy story. Uh, I wish I had more of the facts. I saw it. I've seen it in two different places. I've seen it on Reddit and on the Chive. Where like someone posts a part of the story and in the comments someone's like, you don't even know the half of it. And then start explaining like who that guy is and what's going on. And I'm like, the more you hear like, what? Like, it, it is a... It is either the craziest like story ever or literal internet folktale. Right, right. And either way, like it's so great. Like if it's internet folktale, it's so well done in the comments that you did you that you're like, I don't even I, I don't know that I even care if it's true or not. That's that's how you know it's it's good internet folktale. Like uh early days Slenderman. Yeah. I feel like that game just blew up so hard because of the uh, the game. Well, but the game came after the... I mean, because the first place he really shows up is Reddit. Yeah, and some, like... I forget exactly. It's like an origin of, like... It was a photo that was supposed to be, like, submitted as, like, a creepy, like... Yeah, it was, like, Reddit thread creepy photos or whatever. And then someone was like, oh, that guy is too scary. And they're, like, new nightmares. And then, like, he turned into, like, a myth. Yeah, he's, like, the first one that, I like, I got to witness, like, from inception to, like, internet folktale to actual attempted murders. Yeah, like, there are two different ones now, isn't there? Uh, I only know about the one, which is the, the teenage girl's. Who kill their be- who tr- who stabbed their best friend? Yeah, which I think it got out like I think last year. What? Yeah. Why would they be out? Uh, because they were I think because they were like sixteen or fifteen, so like they they were in juvie. They're like twenty something <laughs> now. You know, listen, you know me. In Texas, I'm a bleeding heart liberal because of my moderate views. It's true. I gotta think kids killing kids like in a premeditated knife attack fashion like that. Even if she didn't, yeah, she didn't die. I think they would have not gotten out if she died. 
But even attempted murder, I don't know that, like, they yeah, got to do I mean, some time. Yeah, it's a tough sell. I mean, they were there for a long time, seven plus years. That's not long enough. That's true. <laughs> I, attempted murder, I don't know how old you need to be, but you get 20 years. What do you like? Well, that's where you get the spiral because, like, okay, you release a 37 year old who's been in jail since she was 15, like, for attempted murder. I mean, you know, you, she's not, she's not going to be any use to society. It's like, all right, what are you trying to do? Contribute? Wait a minute. Is the stabby, stabby 12 year old going to be any better use to society? Like, now you're, now you're, now you're digging a hole because it's like, well, no one is, no one can be reformed. No, it's just if your two options are stabby stabby twelve year old or someone who goes to prison for their crimes, I don't want stabby stabby twelve year old walking around. In two years, three and there's no way they got that long because I mean they had trial and stuff. So I mean maybe five years, four years. Yeah. Well it's not like they could go anywhere. They were under lockdown the entire time. I don't I don't care. Four years is not enough for attempted murder. And that's like cold-blooded attempted murder. Because that's their best friend and they were stabbing her to make an internet meme happy. Yeah, you just say it out loud and it just sounds way worse than it is. Yeah, it's not way worse. It just sounds bad. Yeah, that's what I mean. (laughs) I gotta gotta say, they gotta do 20-25 years. They come out at 40 and maybe they're not that much that useful society. That's fine. Have them work the docks and Skin fish. There's some jobs at Target they can get. I don't. I don't care. I don't know. Or murder again. That's fine for hire, like for the government. No, on the boats that they're working. At. That's fine. By the way, that's gotta be that's gotta be like a, a industry rife with just all kinds of crazy stuff. Oh, like crab fishermen and stuff like that. Yeah, like there's oh, no yeah. way. Considering people could just go overboard, it'd be a death and never looked at again because the body is a hundred feet underwater being eaten by crabs as they speak yeah (laughs) (laughs) like really slow like i just imagine like the crabs just like slowly moving towards you like you're like thrashing around they're just like slowly setting up the dinner plates well did you have you been watching the new game of thrones yeah the crab feeder yeah yeah There's a guy. There's a guy on YouTube that I like. I get all the recaps from because I don't want to pay for HBO Max. Nico, I have it. You can just log in. I I haven't used it, so whatever. Anyways, (laughs) uh, and also just because his video, he's got good videos. I I like him. All right. Okay. (laughs) His recap is more fun to watch than the show. No, but like he has color commentary and stuff. But (laughs) like he has a he has an accent, and I couldn't. Like his, so like the character's called the crab feeder because he feeds people to crabs. Yeah. Uh, I like every time I heard him, I thought he was saying crab feeder, and I was like, what, like performing with crabs. Like <laughs> he does whole one act plays before he kills the people. Yeah, but with crabs. With crabs. He puts little Juliet costumes on them. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I was like, man, this this villain seems pretty terrifying, but I don't know why the heck he's called the Crab Theater. <laughs> he I uses like, the is it theater, like a theater of fear. I, I was like, is it like a theater of crabs? Is there like a bunch of them there? Are they watching? Is Do that what have... it's called when a bunch of crabs are together? A theater? 
I mean, science has named animals worse things. Murder, for example. That's true. Well, they say when you get when you get pulled underwater doing crab fishing, your lungs burst about 18, 22 seconds down. Yeah, you're like super dead. Like, and then you like slow. It still takes your body like five minutes to to die, though. Yeah, but like, there's no saving you. Even if they could get you. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. So I'm just saying that, like, if you're a serial killer. Yeah, if they don't get to you in, like, the first two or three seconds, you, you're you gone. It's like, wow, you have such great stories. He's like, yep, I love that guy. And I never saw him again. <laughs> what? What? Did he live and ha- leave a happy life? He fell into the ocean. And we never <laughs> saw him again. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Terrifying. Yeah. Again, like, we still haven't explored the ocean for good reason. It will kill us all. Um, I just want to believe we don't explore it because Atlantis and the mermaids are, uh... I mean, it's also an option. I always I always love the super spooky stories where it's like, oh, there's just something just, there's like a leviathan just sitting at the bottom of whatever trenches. <laughs> It's really funny to know now that more than likely all those stories of like mermaids and stuff were men seeing manatees. I mean, like, have you seen them? They're friendly. <laughs> but it's it's really sad the idea that like a pirate's been out to sea for seven months, looks down and sees a manatee and thinks, that was a naked woman. <laughs> I mean, they look more like potatoes, but <laughs> sure, buddy. Another but another guy, like, it's been so long since they, either one of them have even seen a naked woman in good light that they're both just like, that was a naked woman for sure. 100%. <laughs> maybe, maybe we're just now learning that just pirates just had awful eyesight. That's why they had maps and everything. Well, listen, the, the they did have the uh, vitamin C deficiencies, so they probably didn't have good senses. More importantly, is this where we find out that they were, for the most part, like, virgins? I don't know. Probably not. This is this is old. Uh, this is old society. Like there was nothing else to do. Yeah, except maybe each other on the boats. There's a lot of that yeah. going around. Yeah, that's also so, true. Again, maybe they had no idea what a woman was supposed to look like. Maybe not. Nine manatees swim by, and they're like, "Pack of mermaids on the left." But like the other thing is that like manatees because they have no predators don't have any defense mechanism their 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 method if something is harassing them is to swim away (laughs) that's it that's the only thing they got (laughs) they got one option leave (laughs) i mean that's what everyone should do it's the best advice they're not wrong yeah no they're correct like really what people should be taking advice from the manatees and they're like, if someone's making you uncomfortable, just leave. Just swim away. But it's only true until you watch one of them bounce off the front of end of an aquarium. Oh, I love that video. There's a, there's I can't a, stop. And he just just straight into the glass. And he just bounces off and like continues backwards, too. Nico, my old roommate and I were drunk one time. Uh-huh. And we watched that video. I'm not exaggerating. 
for like 13 minutes. <laughs> and we're laughing so hard that we were crying, that we couldn't stand. We were literally <laughs> leaning on each other in a bar, holding a phone between us, like wheezing for breath because we had been laughing so hard for so long. We had to put the phone away or we might have died that night. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's from a, a good... manatee, from a six-second clip of a manatee bouncing off. Probably a thousand times that clip played. Probably. <laughs> that's incredible. It's one of the best videos on the internet. It's like that and the ones where they save the puppies. Yeah. Any, I watch every single one on Facebook when someone saves a puppy. Oh, yeah. It's always from, like, random stuff. Puppy stuck in lawnmower. You're like, well, how'd he get there? Oh, no, I don't even I don't even mean from, like, anything dramatic. I mean, like, it took us nine hours to lure him from the pasture into our car to go to the vet. But he was very malnourished. And then now look how happy he is playing with all the other... I, like, I watched that video. Yeah. Sometimes twice. Because you have a heart. Because I have a heart of gold, ladies. And I love ladies. being a dog. Ladies. Ladies. I do love me a dog, though. I, you, I'm, man, let me tell you something. I'm down. Like, if a dog ran for president, I would go door to door. There's already a dog mayor. He's won several times in a row. Yeah, but his policies are ish, you know? Like, yeah, but like, <laughs> gotta give him credit. He's the first of his kind. What is he supposed to do? <laughs> Better. He's supposed to represent dog kind better. Okay. Look, they did one of the look. most divisive mayors in the history of mayordom. Okay. You're true. However, like, you know, we thought gotta, he was got... going to fix this for all of us. And instead, you know. it's just gotten worse since he's been made mayor. Okay. He can't, he can't change everything on his own. There's still did limitations you, to his did power. Did you hear what he said at that puppy mill? I mean, it was ridiculous. No, no, I get it. I understand. It may seem a bit divisive at first, but... He was like, these could have been my puppies. And everyone's like, oh my god, why would he say that? What an inappropriate thing to say at that time. Yeah, you know, you, you really want to get some sensitivity training, maybe. <sighs> training? Talk about house broken first, okay? You should hear what that monster does in the mayor's mansion. <laughs> This is the dumbest bit I've ever participated in. I couldn't even think of anything else. I was really proud of it. I thought we did a lot with it. <laughs> that may have been some of our finest work. I'm going to submit that for an Emmy. Yeah. Okay, Colton, save, save society one tornado at a time. We you know, ran a cool with a dog bit for like yeah. a little bit longer than normal. I want to match him. In quantity, but not in quality of Emmy. Right. His news story probably saved some babies. Our joke really fixed nothing and is kind of insulting to people. Both of us had an Emmy, though. Boom. How great would that be? That's true. (laughs) Or if I had a Razzie and he had an Emmy. Just, just like, got to balance the show out. <laughs> like, you got an award for being one of the worst in the industry at your job. And you have an award for being one of the best in your industry at your job. 
You guys should work together. With our powers combined, we are okay. <laughs> Moderately entertaining. Like, Man, I, I, watched, I rewatched the Rick and Morty uh, episode the other day where it makes fun of Captain Planet and the Planeteers. Mm-hmm. Planetina, or whatever her name is. Yeah. It, first of all, it's hilarious what it does to the Planeteers. Because, like, how does that not where their story ends? Yeah. I'm pretty sure we've had this exact discussion before. <laughs> yeah. But also, what a heartbreaking episode. It's it's good stuff. Rick and again, that like the last season of Rick and Morty was actually really good. It well they've always done like a good job of like kind of you didn't see it coming in at the end, you're like, did I feel something just then? What was that? My heart truly is opened. Wow. <laughs> But this, yeah, this last season they did it. They did an even better job. Because there's that episode. There was one other one I rewatched. Oh, I don't remember the other one I rewatched now. They were just like they randomly popped up in like some different reels that I was going through, and I was like, man, I'm gonna rewatch those. Oh, the Voltron one where they do the like the Goodfellas voiceover. Oh yeah. Oh my god, it's so great. Little space ferrets or whatever they are. Yeah. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> it's funny because it just keeps getting worse. And like, the line is a dot, right? Like, they just keep making it worse and worse with the ferret robots. <laughs> and then at the very end they explain where all the bugs are coming from and it's ten times worse I love it I love it I'm, it really is one of those things that are like man if Adult Swim didn't have this where would we be <laughs> well you know what's driving me crazy though is I can't find where they're putting the new episodes up as they go uh, they don't that's the best part it's not the best part. I have all of the streaming services and I can't watch the new season of Rick and Morty. Yeah, no. They literally don't put them out. That's why. What is their problem? Uh, I like to imagine it's their like feeble attempt to be like, nah, you'll have to watch cable now. How else will you get football and this Rick and Morty every three years? I will punch in a TV executive in the face if I ever meet one. I mean, there's a good chance you will, but I mean, it's not going to help anyone. <laughs> there is a moderately decent chance we will at some point meet a TV executive. That doesn't change the fact that I want to punch them. Fair enough. I mean, like, it's just one of those weird things that just, like, it's always been that way. Like, Rick and Morty has just been one of those shows. Because, like, you can, you can either, there's only over two places you can watch it. It's Adult Swim if you have cable and cable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's accurate. You're right. And that's you can not... watch the old episodes on HBO Max, but like months and months after the release of the season, and it's well, done. And they're and they're Hulu, I think, is the other place that has them. Um, but well, like, good it, luck getting them. It was just such a like. Ugh. It's really obnoxious. Like it as is, the world has become more connected, we've somehow like locked ourselves into random BS. <laughs> Well, yeah, like, I'm hearing such good things, and apparently they're three or four episodes in, and it's, they've all been really good, and, like, I, I can't watch them. 
<laughs> I don't get to watch them. You can't see these, and you're like, but I wanted to see those, and they're like, well, that sucks. <laughs> you did? Oh, well, too bad. Like, I don't even think I've seen all of last season. <laughs> yeah, I don't... Uh, no, I've seen all of last season. I know that for a fact. I've watched it two or three times now. Yeah, like, I don't even think I've seen the whole thing. I've probably seen at least half. It was only ten episodes. I think I've only seen, like, four or five. <laughs> really? Yeah. Have you seen the one where his arch nemesis is the Namor guy? Uh, that's the first one, yeah. I saw that yeah. one. That one's also very good. Yeah, it is. That's the one where he kind of finishes his whole arc with... Uh, Mr. Nimbus. Bird Beth. person. What's her name? Beth? Oh, his daughter? No, the girl he... The girl Morty's in love with. Oh. Yeah, what? Beth. Like, because remember, she's like in prison for all like infinite time while she's in that little tube. Yeah. And so then when he frees her, she's like, I did feel something for you. But now I realize that there's more to the world than feelings. And he's like, what? Yeah. And then the guy's like, hey, what's going on? Oh, Jessica. That's her name. Just that. Beth is a Beth is a mom. His mom. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He's like, hey, what's going on, girl? And she's like, if you, I'm a time god. Uh, oh <laughs> oh man so I'm still feeling the repercussions of doing the dumbest thing in the world oh, oh okay I think I have to go with this I uh in my bathroom I've got all this nice stonework it's weird cause I live in this little one bedroom loft thing but the bathroom is awesome uh it's got this nice stonework this big stone wall that like because if you're sitting on the toilet, you basically can see the door, the front door out. So there's this big wall kind of creating this separation for you. I mean, there's a door, too, I can close, but I'm a man who lives alone. Whatever. So, <laughs> But you have to step up to go to use the toilet. There's like It's just kind of on this oddly elevated little platform. I kicked that rock wall just full on. Like feel go like I was I was walking full walking normal walking pace speed barefoot in my own house and just put my foot dead through that rock wall uh, immediately heard a noise but more importantly it hurt so like it was one of those things where your brain instantly just turns everything off for you but like your stomach hurts instead <laughs> you, you ever like you ever hurt something like stub something or like hit your knee on a on a, like a nightstand or something something so bad that your brain just immediately goes no nah, that didn't hurt uh but you're gonna feel it and like your stomach is like doing like that weird shock feeling where you're like Meh. and then, like you just like if you could if you could imagine like all of like like you filling up like a like a what are they called like the teapots that like boil over like the kettle <laughs> yeah a kettle he's just like and then the brain's like uh, no yeah it, it doesn't have anywhere to put the pain so it just dumps it into your stomach but it's like no no you didn't yeah. do it you didn't do it yeah. don't look, it turns don't off the whistle part but it's still like it still hurts yeah it's still blowing steam somewhere like <laughs> yeah you're just like oh for a good two minutes the foot didn't hurt at all but my stomach hurts so bad and like i knew immediately what i did like i didn't even want to look down for a minute like i was just like holy smokes and i started to go to the bathroom so like 
steps. Like, I, instead of standing over the toilet and going, like, I, like, just kind of slid down and, like, was sitting on it. And then I looked down at my foot. And nothing's, like, grotesquely the wrong way. But almost immediately, I was just like, oh, my, like, it hurts. Like, the whole foot from, like, middle up was red already. Awesome. Like, good sign. Yeah, I was like, this is going to be good. This is going to be good. And I took those pictures and sent them to you the next day. Oh, it looked gnarly. It's like purple and like it looks like you just like absolutely dumpstered your foot. (laughs) It's just there's this there's literally a straight line of pitch black bruising through the whole toe. I'm Uh, like, that's a good sign. That's that's what it's supposed to look like. (laughs) That line is still there. It's no longer it's not purple now, it's like kind of light gray, and most of the bruise is cleared up. But like, I can still see. You could tell line. it was there. Yeah, it's it's like a tan line now. Like, it like, hurt definitely. Like a reverse tan line, and I'm just like, oh my god. Uh, just absolutely blow yourself up. I mean, if you watch a football game and you see those big explosive blocks or hits, where like the safety comes across the middle. And just hits a wide receiver and just like his whole body just explodes into the air. That's what it was sort of like, except it was just me kicking my foot into a wall. Except it's nowhere near like that. And it's just me increasing the stupid to maximum. (laughs) But like that feeling you get when you see that hit was what was immediately in my brain the second I did it. Like it really didn't. Honest to God, it didn't hurt right away for about four seconds. And then all of a sudden my stomach hurts so bad because like, I, I mean, my brain turned off. My brain was like, no, you're good, man. Don't worry about it. And I was just like, Oh, I, I get this. I get this like very, like you remember the scene in a uh, monsters Inc where the, he drops the bowling ball into his foot. Yeah. Like, it's just that. And he's like, yeah. And then like, it just cuts off immediately. Like that's what I imagined your brain was trying to do. Oh yeah. It was trying to just turn off. It was just like, no, we're done for a second. Hard reset. <laughs> Like, I've never almost passed out. Uh, I've almost been knocked out before, but I've never almost passed out. This is probably the closest I've ever been. Like, I didn't (laughs) tunnel, but, like, if I had, it wouldn't have been any different. Like, my brain wouldn't do anything for, like, three seconds. They're like, all right, what news you got from the foot? It's broken. What? (laughs) Yeah. Like, when I tell you, Nico, that I didn't move, my foot was still against the wall for the whole three seconds. (laughs) Like, I didn't even do the knee jerk, like, oh, my God, I can't believe I did. Like, it it was dead. It didn't hurt. Like, that's how numb it was when I did it. (laughs) They said, we're done with that. Yeah. (laughs) Figure it out in a second. Just give me a sec. Let me do a quick inventory before I tell you how bad it is up there. (laughs) It, It was... Oh my god, it was amazing. Like, I've hurt myself before, right? I don't mean that in like a weird medical way. I mean that just literally, I have done some dumb things on accident, hurt myself before. Mm. This is easily the dumbest, worst hurt myself. Like, the way my brain reacted to it was so funny to me. I was just like, yeah, that's. I'm gonna need a minute. Like, there's That's no one there. Yeah, like, because it's, it's not like you're in serious danger. You aren't in like a life-threatening accident or anything like that. You <laughs> literally just kicked a wall with maximum <laughs> no ferocity. Wall. Just trying to walk to the toilet, just straight. 
You're just, like, oh, I just gotta, I just gotta go in here real fast. Just obliterate your leg. <laughs> like something that you do every day, and your brain was like, today we're gonna mess it up so bad. It's like when you, if you've ever hit your head getting into or out of your car. Oh, I've done that plenty of times. And all of a sudden, you start questioning like your whole routine. And you're like, well, how do I normally do this? <laughs> how do I get there? Like standard. I did that one time delivering pizza where, like, I don't know how or why, but so you, I put the pizza in the seat, in the passenger seat, as I slide into the car. For whatever reason, I just couldn't get my head into I don't know. Like, I, I don't have, <laughs> I don't know why. But, like, everything else was working, and instead of sliding in, I just, like, I, I just... Just domed yourself on the doorway? <laughs> like... Like all, like right above where my glasses line up on my head. Like it wasn't even kind of close. Yeah, like mid head. Yeah, yeah. There's a good like two and a half inches that still need to get under the door somehow. Not like not even kind of close. Just walloped it, and then I'm kind of looking around for a second, like, like what? someone hit you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A second, my first thought was, oh my god, who did that? And then it was I. <laughs> And then I was like, I did that on the car? Like, it was a slow realization of how stupid I was. And then, then I'm sitting there in the driver's seat. And then I'm like, well, how come I don't always hit my head then? And then I was like, what did I do different? And I was like, I, there was no, like. You're like, how did I mess up this bad? How, how did it go so, so wrong? Doing the most mundane thing, like it was amazing. I had like I couldn't wrap my brain around the fact that I had just been that stupid for no reason. I love it. It was amazing. So you know, I'm fascinated with uh, big expensive toys. Oh, I love it. Same. Um. So you know that I follow the Has Labs. Yep. Yep. I, you probably would be into this one. They just announced a brand new one. Why don't you take a guess at what it might be? Uh, I have absolutely no idea what it could be. <laughs> so it's a Marvel. It's a Marvel legend. Okay, Marvel legend. We've already done the Sentinel. Haslab, so it has to be big. They've already done Galactus. They've done Galactus, okay. Uh... I don't know. I don't know if they do another Sentinel. Maybe like Apocalypse? So it's interesting. It's not that, but it is interesting. I'll give you a hint. It's a vehicle and a character combo. Vehicle character combo. So it's either like maybe the X-Jet or like are they one thing? Hmm... It's not like it's not like a centaur if that's what you're trying to think of. Oh, because I was thinking of like, oh god, what's the guy from the New Mutants? Oh yeah, uh, Warlock. No, yeah. no, it's yeah? not Warlock. No. Oh, I tried. Uh... Although it would be cool if Haslab just did like a whole team at some point, right? Like if they just one time were just like we're doing the New Mutants because nobody wants them individually. Yeah, but they were, there's like a hundred percent they're going to do a wave of New Mutants. Well, they're just gonna they're just gonna piecemeal stuff like that. Like they've been doing the '90s X Force sporadically through the last like 
three yeah. sets. And Warlock would be a perfect Build-A-Figure. I'm, I'm not sure he actually isn't already a Build-A-Figure. He might be. I, now that you mention it, I think he is. So you got no guess? No. What do you got? It's the new Ghost Rider and his little Chevelle, whatever it is. Oh. And the car is big. 20 inches by 7 inches by 4 inches tall. Yeah, because it's like a full-on low rider. Yeah, and so it's a it's Marvel Legends, so he's a standard six six seven inch figure. He could get in and out of it. Yeah, he is he's a build a figure. I was right. Yeah, I thought so too when we said it. Um, they've already done the human version of Robbie Ray. Is that enough people signed up already that they've unlocked that? Enough people have already signed up that they've unlocked uh, Marvel Legends Mephisto. Huh. This I it looks neat, but I'm curious. They're bragging about like we went deep into the Marvel ethos, and we've got a lot of cool stuff to unlock with this. Because this isn't, if you remember when they did like the Razor Crest, which is like the last vehicle I could think of that they did for something similar. I know they did a GI Joe one, but GI Joes are kind of known for vehicles. So like their whole bit, yeah. So like when they did the Razor Crest. They released like five figures or four figures with it. And then like the Razor Crest was also fully stocked with like an armory and all kinds of other accessories. So this is just a car. I mean, it's got stuff, interchangeable wheels. The uh, other wheels have orange LEDs in them, stuff like that. But I mean, essentially, it's just a car. Like it's not, there's a Batgirl that I have, the Batgirl motorcycle thing. That was like 40 bucks. I think I paid 20 for it at a convention. But like, so. They still they want three fifty, so they've got a long way to go. I think to get the value for this, right? Yeah, that's kind of that's a tough sell, honestly. So I mean, the Sentinel was what five hundred. Yeah, but it was just it's enormous. It was two feet tall, and it came with the two Prime Sentinels, and it had some interchangeable heads, and it had the different hands. And it was fully posable too. Yeah, tentacles. That's pretty. Right. And also, it's a way better display piece. Like as as a as a person who's also like a Transformers fan. Like, oh, you want also you want to hear something crazy? So I think the Unicron was like six hundred bucks or something like that. Ooh. Oh, get this! Guess what the aftermarket retail on that thing is now. Oh, it'd be like a grand, I would guess. Uh, you would be correct in off by almost $400. It's about 1400 bucks. Holy smoke. You know what's crazy? I So, okay. With this guy's labs, in my head, I was like, I wonder if you could put together the money to buy two and sell one to cover the cost of both, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, that would be the only way it would really be worth it to, because this doesn't seem like it's that great of a get. Well, the Sentinel, you can buy it now on eBay with everything included for like 200 over, so like 750 plus shipping. Mm-hmm. The Razor Crest, I've seen as low as like 650 plus shipping. So, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't. First of all, surprised that the Unicron went for that. They must have had fewer backers for that, I would think. Maybe there's just fewer of them walking around. Uh, then you forget how, like, 
Unicron is like the villain in Transformers. Like true, but I mean, I don't know. Is he's, is it just that there's he, never been a Unicron figure? Is that what it is? Uh, not of that scale because he's like three times bigger than the old one. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Is like there's never been, anything, but like he doesn't even. Uh, he turns into a planet. He comes with his little friendo. <laughs> Turning into a planet is just being a ball. He is a toy. He doesn't become yeah. an actual planet. Yeah, but he's like he's like three feet tall. Okay, he turns into a bowling ball. Congratulations! Like that yeah. is not a demon a bowling lame, ball. What a lame transformer toy. Okay, it's not even as lame. They did a Unicron in like 2015. That was like it was J. Uh, it was a Japanese release only that turned into a volcano. And then you're like, wait, what's a volcano that doesn't erupt? And he's like, it's a hill. And it, it transforms into a hill. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, well, that's the least threatening thing on this planet. Grrr. Rubble, 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 rubble. Rubble, 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 rubble. But yeah. <laughs> He, there's just a lot of Transformers fans that are very, very, very yeah. Grumpy. I mean, I guess, I guess. So. I just I saw the 350 price tag, and in my head, I was like, man, they go, they need to go ahead and tell me what all they're releasing before I can even get even kind of excited. Yeah, because the other thing is like it's really hard to display that. Like a Sentinel is two feet tall; everyone can see him from anywhere. Yeah, like, yeah. Like it's a car. Like you can only it's only good in certain angles. Like and like. You gotta find somewhere to put it because it's huge. Yeah. Also, I, I mean, okay, that price tag. Okay, let's say let's say on a high end, a Marvel Legend at retail is thirty dollars. I mean, a vehicle would be what at most sixty or seventy five. So yeah, if not, you're maybe. at like 105 plus the two other figures. You're at 175 ish. Like, yeah, you're you're missing half of what you're paying for. 200, 200. I mean, I mean, 350 plus shipping. Yeah, I didn't even count shipping. They owe they, they owe a lot so far for that. I don't I don't know how I feel about that. It's it's just a tough sell. Haslabs is so cool in like certain ways but other ways i'm just like i am this is not interesting at all well you're either in or you're out right but i think this time they really kind of missed the mark especially for that price and i mean like it's cool i think having a ghost rider because that was always going to be an issue with him because he's like he yeah like you can't get a pack-in motorcycle like a car is way different than a motorcycle yeah i don't know i i didn't it's a tough sell for sure. Yeah, that's that's ultimately where I'm at. That I'm not. It's not it, excited. It's definitely way worse than like the other, especially the Marvel Legends one, because I feel like Galactus and the Sentinel are such big knockouts. Well, and Galactus even didn't like it. It only made like the day before or whatever, so it only had a couple of things with it. Like, I think it's because people are kind of not over galactus but like they're just like oh here's another big galactus figure. well for 500 dollars, that he's only i think 14 inches the sentinel was two foot you yeah know, if like, you're gonna build if you're gonna make something that expensive like you gotta be huge 
Yeah, it just wasn't the same, right? It didn't feel like it was the same. Especially these Galactus. Like, this guy eats planets. How is he shorter than a Sentinel? <laughs> <laughs> That's real talk, man. Like, I mean, I'm not good at comparing sizes on this guy, but I don't, I don't think that that fits in scale. Although I guess he's a cosmic being, you'd be like, "Oh, but he can he can change his shape or whatever." It's like, yeah, but he eats planets. I mean, the densest being in the universe. I wish I ate planets. Like, do they taste like stuff? I don't know, but I kind of just like the idea of just being like, "I've had enough of this planet's BS. I devour it." Um, to be fair, I've never actually seen him do it. At least you see Unicron actually eat a planet. Oh, no, no, no. He's eating tons. He's eating tons of planets. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, I don't know what it looks like. Oh, well, like, he doesn't really eat the planet. He puts this machine down that, like, converts it all into energy, and he absorbs the energy. And the he... planet's just, like, this dried-out kind of rocky husk thing. Super lame. I'm, like, Unicron straight up, like chomps it like he's the Pac-Man. Yeah, I think I would like it more if, like, he just created like, some sort of energy field and literally, like, it picked came it up apart in pieces into his mouth. Yeah, because, like, that's the best part about Unicron. is like, the entire opening scene is him eating a planet and, like, just tearing it to shreds. People are flying around. And he's like, yeah, they're like, we gotta get out of here. It's Unicron. We gonna die. No, I'm with God. you on that. I'm with I you. love that movie so much. If you haven't seen the 1986 Transformers movie, you are doing a disservice by not watching it. I know you're talking to them, the listeners, because you know I saw that in theaters, bro. I actually saw that in a drive-in. You saw that in a drive-in? I And I thank you thoroughly, because I'm almost positive you're the reason we had it on VHS, which is the reason I'm into Transformers now. There's so much of your life that I caused. That's true. <laughs> I would like to think I'm the reason that's on VHS at that house, but there's also an element of dad where he would just buy some of the most random stuff sometimes. You're like, yeah, but the Transformers movie, absolute banger of a film. I own it on YouTube as much as I love that movie. <laughs> yeah, but like, <laughs> I can see him and I don't remember. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure I was like, yeah, you gotta get it. But like, I could just as easily have seen him being like, hey, I saw this at Walmart. What do you think? And, you know. You'd be like, uh, thanks, Dad. This is the greatest movie of all time. Yeah. Hey, all right. Let's pop it in. But, like. And you got the, you got like the he great. He would just show up with stuff. Remember, he used to work at Blockbuster. He would just show up with stuff all the time. That's fair. You stole from them. No, I don't know. Cardboard cutouts. A lot of cardboard cutouts used to come into the house. Tragic. We don't have those anymore. Every room, every, all the kids rooms had them like you you had one victoria had one i had one jenna had one nice uh what i really wanted was i gotta tell you when i found out that this happened it was it had already happened uh so it broke my heart in a bunch of different ways when they made the ang lee hulk movie Mm -hmm. they sent those hulks to the movie theaters right yeah, the big Hulk statues. Yeah. Well, the studio went around and collected all of them after the movie was done and auctioned them off. And so, obviously, some of them, you know, got bought by people and were signed and whatever, whatever, whatever. But, I mean, there were like 3,000 of them or something like that. So, some of them, like, as the auction peters down, like, 
the last ones went for like a couple hundred bucks. It's just tragic. Tell me it wouldn't be the dumbest, coolest thing ever to like, can you imagine if in like the office there was just a Hulk and we could never do anything else with it because we put it together inside the office? Right. And just never moved because it's 10 feet tall and the Hulk. <laughs> I do. I, I, I went to middle school with a girl. Her, her dad worked for, I think, either a studio or worked in the movie theater, like as a higher up. Yeah. And she has a, it's like a 10 to 12 foot tall statue of Poe from Kung Fu Panda. Like it's him doing like the like the pose, like, <laughs> and I'm like, how the heck did you get that? And she's like, oh, my dad works for the theater, and I was like, that's incredible. <laughs> um, real quick, and then I guess we gotta jump out here. So when I went to school, I went to school at the school district that your house is in, right? That mm-hmm. neighborhood, those nice houses are right around the corner, that nicer neighborhood. So one day after school. I'm at this little girl's house, and we're, there's like four of us working on a group project. She's an elevator because she has three stories in her house. Yeah, obviously, duh. And, and I was like, "Who has an elevator in their house?" And she was like, "My dad." And I was like, "And, they, and the other kids are laughing." I was like, "I don't know who your dad is." And she was like, "Sir Mixalot." And I was like, "What?" I was in Sir Mixalot's house. What? Yeah, yeah. He lived back then, and, and I don't know. If that was his house or if that was the house for the daughter and the mom, I have no clue of the family dynamic. I don't know. But then I realized that there were a lot of like platinum records on the wall for like rap a lot records and stuff. And I was like, oh my God. I, yeah, I'm in certain. Like, <laughs> at first you're like, no, I'm not. And you put it all together. I like to imagine like you're like, what? And, like you look up and there's just a giant framed like photo of <laughs> picture him. of him like smiling at me. It yeah. was almost that. Like there were all of a sudden everywhere I looked were things that were obviously from Sir Mixalot's career. And I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah oh okay. My God. <laughs> I really am here. But, it, but, but when you're you know 13 and dumb, like I was like, like she's been telling you this the entire time, and you're like, wait a minute. I no, because if you remember, like out. I moved there, I moved there in eighth grade. Well, all these kids had grown up together, so they all already knew and were all over it. And I just didn't know because I was the new kid. Right? No, I get it, but I'm just saying, like, yeah, like really you're putting the threads like, together. Oh, they're like, yeah, my dad's Sir Mixalot. You're like, wait a minute. And she's like, Did your dad <laughs> Sir Mixalot? And she's like, yeah, I've been telling you for thirty minutes, and you wouldn't <laughs> stop pointing at things. <laughs> It sounds about like me. All right, guys. Thank you, everybody, for listening to another idiotic rambling episode of the Radio. We didn't do anything. I don't know what we just did for 55 minutes. Come hang out with us next week. Uh, We'll be back yet again.